Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, hello, hello. Stephanie here. Welcome to episode 32 of Ask the Angels, where we answer your rent-to-rent questions. And if you'd like to have your question answered, go to renttorentsuccess.com slash ask and record your question for me to answer for you. Today, I have a question Sandra asked at one of our Rent to Rent strategy sessions. You guys, if you've been with me for the last few episodes, you know what it is. What are the biggest mistakes you see beginners make in Rent to Rent? And my answer was so juicy. I spent several days working on it that I split it over four episodes. This, I did parts one and two in Ask the Angels episodes 30 and 31. This is part three, and we're going to come to part four next uh, next week. This question's so good that my thinking on it inspired my talk at Rent to Rent Live last month, and that's with... Um, it's it's with Steve Curtis. It's a fantastic event. Rent to rent dot live. Rent number two rent dot live. So do check that out. I know you're gonna love it. So see um see what you think. Have you guessed so far the um the biggest mistakes that I've come up with, or do you have different ideas? Uh, message me on Instagram. Let me know what you think. If you agree. Or disagree, but here we go. The third biggest mistake I see beginners make in rent to rent is getting the foundations wrong. What do I mean by this? When you're getting started, you need to have foundations in place, otherwise, you're building on sand and it'll feel like nothing is working. So many people start rent to rent with the equivalent of a blindfold on because they don't know what they should be doing and when they should be doing it. They're, I was going to say they're literally feeling their way in the dark, but I suppose they're metaphorically feeling their way in the dark. But it's as though they're feeling the way, their way in the dark. And so it's easy to see how people easily come a cropper. Processes are an important piece in the puzzle. And this is the part that many people ignore because it's not obvious. We find that some people who already have rent-to-rent properties are joining our rent-to-rent Kickstarter mentorship program simply because their business doesn't feel like freedom. They feel overwhelmed. They feel in chaos. And that's not what rent-to-rent success feels like. They want to put in place those simple systems to make their business run easily as though it were on tracks. And it's actually much, much easier to run a good HMO than it is to run a disorganized one. 
And here today, I'm going to talk to you about the foundations that you need to get right, that people get wrong. If you want to run your business with ease and grace and freedom, then these are the things you need to have in place. Anyone can set up a, a business and run around like a headless chicken. But that's not that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about where you've got time freedom as well as money freedom and where the process feels like a flow. So these are the five things that the five foundations that you need to have in place. Number one is you need to have clarity on your business offer. Number two is you need to have the right area. Number three is you need to have the right property. Number four is you need to have the right contracts. And number five is you need to have the right knowledge. These are the foundations for having your business work with freedom. So I'm going to go into each one of these these things today day and also next week because there was so much in it that I've split it over two episodes. So today I'm going to cover the first four items and next week I'm going to cover everything you need to have for the right knowledge. So the first thing I said is you need to have clarity in your business offer. So important. And what I mean is that you need to be able to convey what your business offers to landlords and agents with total clarity. And if the first time you think about this is when you're standing in front of a letting agent or when a landlord calls you, you're unlikely to come across in a way that's compelling and that's confident. What I advocate is sitting down and working out the essence of what you offer, memorizing it and practicing it. You'll need a short version and a longer version. For example, our clear and compelling offer for landlords is that we deliver guaranteed rent, freedom from tenant management and total peace of mind. So we didn't just come out with that at the beginning. I used to really confuse myself and tie myself, confuse other people and myself and tie myself in knots trying to explain what I do. But now it's easy. And that's one of the first things that we do within Kickstarter is just go into what is the offer you're making to people. So you make it easy for yourself to by working out your business offer, as I say, a, a short version and a long version. And it makes all of your communication better, whether it was with landlords or agents, whether it's on your website, whether it's on social media, whether you're talking to family and friends. All of the deals you ever find, you're going to find from people. And being able to communicate what you do to them is obviously a fundamental to success. So don't skip that step. Make sure you do get clarity on your offer and how to craft that business offer and what should be in it. So the second thing is you need to understand how to choose the right area. Because the wrong area and it just doesn't work. So the four P's 
we've talked about these before. P1 is it needs to be practical. So what we say is start where you are, have a location that you can get to. And yeah, you can have your property far away from you, but you need to have someone local. You need to have somebody available locally who can do the things that need to be done in person. So you still need to have someone who can be local if it's not you. So have somewhere practical either for you or for uh, someone else to be able to manage. P2 is it needs to be near people hubs, be where people are going. People hubs are like why people want to go to that area. You need to have places that are magnets for people. Either they've got big hospitals, big employers, they've got great great transport links, they've got bars and restaurants. And actually, public transport is so important that that is my P3 public transport links be easy to get to. And P4 is you want an area that has the type of properties you're looking for. So if you're doing rent to rent HMO, which is what we specialize in, be where the HMOs are. So you want to be practical, start where you are. You want to have people hubs, be where people are going. You want to have public transport links, be easy to get to. And you want to have the right property type, be where the HMOs are. This is a topic we discussed in episode 1717. And you can listen to that at renttorentsuccess.com slash 17 or in any of the podcast apps, but it's also on the website there as well. And we all understand it's location, 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 isn't it? You've got to ensure it's practical for you and you choose somewhere people want to to live. It seems so obvious, yet people do miss this. And so for Kickstarters, we've got this. It's in M3.1. And what's super helpful there too is M3.1.1, which is all about how to assess demand on spare room. So now we've talked about the right area. The next foundation you must have in place is the right property. So number three is the right property. And this is the four L's. It's got to have number one, the right licensing. Number two, the right location. We talked about that in choosing the right area. Number three, the right layout. And number four, the right lifestyle. Now, this is a topic we discussed in episode 29 and 30. It's called The Four Things to Look For in a Rent-to-Rent HMO. And you can listen to it. Part one is at renttorentsuccess.com slash 29. And part two at renttorentsuccess.com slash 30. And I want to focus on the contracts today, a different aspect of contracts. So if you do want more information on the right property, do listen to those two episodes. So now we've got the foundations of having clarity on your offer and knowing how to choose the right area and the right properties within your area. So now we're moving on to our fourth foundation that you need to have in place, which is the contracts. And we talked about contracts before in episode 16, 1, 6. This, the, the, the episode 16 goes deeper into contracts. 
and you can listen uh, at renttorentsuccess.com slash one six. But today, what I want to focus on is about some of the reasons why having the right contracts is so important. And also why having a solicitor draw up a contract for you may not be enough. So you can go to a solicitor and have your contract drawn up. And we all know that using a solicitor can be expensive and time consuming. But you might think that you'll get a better result and you'll be more protective if anything goes wrong. We thought that too, but we were surprised to find that many solicitors do not understand the business model of rent to rent, even though they will say that they do and swear it black and blue. But if you have any issues and go back to the solicitor, you'll find that in the contract you sign with them, you've agreed that with extremely few exceptions, they are not liable if anything goes wrong because of course they're solicitors and they know how to use the law obviously to protect themselves. What many people don't realize is that solicitors start with a template contract for each type of contract and then rely on you to advise all the clauses that you would like to see in the contract. To protect yourself as much as possible it's so important to use the right contract and include the right clauses. The problem is when you're starting out, you won't know all the clauses you need to protect you if things go wrong. And if your solicitor is unfamiliar with rent to rent, which most solicitors are, your solicitor won't know which specific clauses you need. So over the years, we've had our contract revised to add new clauses. I can't stress how important it is to have them. So I want to talk about just a few of them. There are so many I could go through. We could talk for hours on this topic. But I just want to go through some of the main ones that I know that people are not always doing or not doing in the right way. So these are break clause emergency repairs clause, a council tax clause, and a coronavirus clause. So I'm going to go through them one by one. So the break clause. Now, this is a game changer, and I see so many people who aren't doing this. A break clause gives you the ability to end the contract early. And we include a one-way break clause in our contract so that we can end the contract early. One of the things people tell me that they worry about most is, what if I can't fill the rooms and I'm tied in for three or five years? Well, following the rent-to-rent success system means we've never seen this happen because we're building on, on strong foundations. You know, you've got the right properties, you've got the right locations, you've got the right things in place. That means you know the properties can be filled. But nonetheless, A one-way break clause gives you options because your circumstances may change. You may decide to emigrate to Australia. You may decide to emigrate to Jamaica. There are many reasons why you may wish to end a contract early. And the one-way break clause gives you uh, the, the option to be able to do that. The main thing is, and what I say to people, is the contract is something to you can lean back on. But your first obligation is to meet your obligations to communicate effectively with the owner of the letting agency and to act honorably in everything that you do. So that it's a win for everybody working with you. 
So that's the first thing that you need to have within your contract, the one-way break clause. Another thing that you need to have is the emergency repairs clause. So this protects you and your housemates if the landlord is if the landlord is uncontactable or un- unresponsive, or if there's an emergency repair, such as a boiler repair in the winter, you can't get hold of, maybe the, maybe the person's gone abroad, or I don't know, for any reason, you don't want to be in a situation where weeks could go past or longer and an emergency repair is not seen to. So our contract states that owners must respond to emergency repairs within a specified time frame and agree works to be carried out. And if this doesn't happen, that we're able to carry out the works and recover the funds under the administration fee from the rents. We've never had to do this because we do have a great relationship with all of our landlords. But the clause is there, like all clauses for exceptional circumstances, unforeseen circumstances, to protect our housemates. And the next one is the council tax changes clause because perhaps council tax will change. Perhaps there will be other statutory changes that change uh, what we're able to do. So we include a clause which states that if the law or statutory regulations change, which change council tax, which change council tax, sorry, or our ability to multi-let the property, we can renegotiate and or exit the agreement. Again, essential to have that clause in there because things may happen uh, beyond our control that change things. So the next thing is a coronavirus clause. Of course, we've had this clause added. We beefed up what was there already. So if anything like coronavirus happens again, we have that provision in the contract to enable us to renegotiate or to exit. Um, And those are just four of many important examples I could give you about clauses to be included in a rent-to-rent contract. And the likelihood is your solicitor is not going to come up with them. They're not going to understand this business model. It's not well known outside of property circles. So make sure you work with someone who understands rent to rent and knows all of the clauses required. And because of the challenges we saw people having over and over again with paying for contracts, buying expensive contracts, take, you know, solicitors taking a long time to complete them as well. We have made our contracts available and they are available on our website and we've got both the commercial lease and the management agreements. Now, you don't just get the contracts. I remember one student said she'd been on another program and they got their contracts as a PDF document. So they couldn't edit them. They couldn't use them. They didn't know how to complete them. Um, there was only one type of um, agreement. So let me just explain for the avoidance of doubt what's included in our contracts you get a guide and the guide explains when to use each type of contract whether to use the commercial lease or the management agreement you get an understanding document and what that does is it explains each clause and it translates it from legalese into plain English so that you understand what all the clauses mean Then we've got a sample document. The sample is a completed contract. So that shows you an example of what to put in each each part of the contract. 
Then finally, we've got the template Word document. That's for you to be able to use straight away and add your branding, add the details for your contract and start using it straight away. So basically, we've included everything you need to be successful and more. It's incredible value. And if you want those contracts, you can buy them. It's renttorentsuccess.com slash contracts. Really fundamental to having a successful rent to rent business. That's the contracts sorted. And this has already been a long episode for an ATA episode. And I don't want to skip on the final foundation, which is so important. The final foundation is having the right knowledge instead of feeling your way in the dark. So next week, I'm going to cover all the essential knowledge you need to have. Now, if you're with us in the Rent to Rent Kickstarter Mentorship Program, you'll have all the resources to go deeper on what what we've talked about today. So that is M3.1 for choosing your area, M3.11 for assessing demand on spare room, M3.2 for choosing the right property, and M5.6 for how to make irresistible offers to landlords and agents, including the copy and paste templates. And then we've got M5.7, which is all your contracts and everything you need to use them effectively. So you see how good Sandra's question was. It's really made us go deep. You know that I've spent a lot of time on these episodes and I'm really enjoying delivering them. So we're now three episodes into this series of the three biggest mistakes beginners make in Rent to Rent. I've answered the question uh, over these uh, three episodes so far, and we've got another one next week. So we've got mistake one, a lack of focus, mistake two, relying on sources, and mistake three, getting the foundations wrong. And within getting the foundations wrong, we've talked about today, one, clarity on your business offer. Two, the right choosing the right area. Three, choosing the right property. Four, choosing the right contracts. And we're back next week with having the right knowledge, which I'm going to cover in detail. It's going to be another pen and paper episode with so much to learn. Speaking of learning, if you're new to Rent to Rent, if you'd like to go a little bit deeper with us and learn more about the six-step system for rent-to-rent success, it's in our free guide and masterclass. The masterclass is a 90-minute video training, and I know that you'll really love it. It's renttorentsuccess.com slash guide, G-U-I-D-E, renttorentsuccess.com slash guide. And I will see you next week when we'll be talking about the last foundation, which is having the right knowledge. See you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being with me here today. If you would like more, we've written the number one best-selling book on Rent to Rent. You can find it at renttorentsuccess.com slash book. Reviewers on Amazon have described it as the best rent-to-rent HMO book 
and also as a definitive reference guide and inspirational. Take your next step today and buy the book. You can find it at rent2rentsuccess.com slash book. And I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.